This is the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast, your go-to place for mindset transformation, self-empowerment, and personal development. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm a mindset coach for ambitious human beings who are wildly passionate about up-leveling themselves so that they can live a limitless life with ease. I'm here to show you how to create the life of your dreams and powerfully step into your full potential and, of course, live fiercely. So let's get started back everyone i have such a good interview to share with you today so i interviewed alex nigerian who is a online business coach she went from earning 50k a year as a burnt out fitness professional hustling in new york city to earning 50k a month in her global coaching brand while living on an island today she works specifically with coaches around the globe to help them make standout social media content that converts their true dream clients into customers without needing ads, fancy funnels, or sales calls. She helps the coaches that she works with create scalable offers for high recurring revenue so they can build sustainable businesses with more white space on their calendar. And she supports the people that she works with through amplifying their unique impact so they can build global communities that set their soul on fire in the work itself. Her motto is that this is more than dollars in a Stripe account. This is about becoming the leader you're meant to be as you wake up the world with your wisdom. So we dove into her journey of how she started as a fitness professional, how she evolved from being an online fitness coach to a business coach. And we really dove into the nitty gritty of strategy, but also a lot of talk on terms of your beingness and energetic work and what it takes to really scale to multiple five-figure months and having a multiple six-figure pushing to seven-figure business. It was a really amazing conversation. I'm a huge fan of Alex's work. There's some great resources for you in the show notes. So with that being said, let's dive in and I hope you Alex, I am so excited to have you here. Welcome to the channel Living in Fierce Alignment. I am so excited to be here, Kayla. Thank you for having me. It's gonna be such a good conversation. Just so the listeners know, I I don't know how it happened, but I started following Alex on Instagram and I just really love her content so much and everything that she's sharing. And the thing where I came in, the era was stepping into the it factor era and so that's been the vibe that I've been in with her content and I really loved it so I reached out to her one day and invited her on so today we're going to be diving into her story we're going to be amplifying what it is that she's doing right now and really talking about you know big visions big impact and big leadership in the coaching industry so let's let's just like scale it back a little bit and I would love to hear Alex how did you get into the work that it is that you do now Yeah. So I was a personal trainer and group fitness instructor in New York City. And I actually got into that rewind even prior because I was a musical theater major at NYU at New York University. And it was sort of presented to me like, okay, your side gig while you're auditioning is either going to be fitness because the hours are flexible and you can audition during the day or work at a restaurant. And I was like, fitness, duh. So I started off in fitness and I realized, whoa, I I really love coaching people, right? Like that fulfilled something in me. I loved helping people. I loved the just interaction with people all day. And I actually ended up wanting to do that even more so than the acting. So the acting left, I was a burnt out fitness professional. And again, I loved the coaching piece, but I wasn't earning the money I wanted to. And actually my impact just felt really small. Like for me, when I was doing these one-to-one sessions all day long, I was like, 
this is, it, it started to feel, and I feel like coaches listening to this may understand when you're doing a lot of one-on-one and you're repeating yourself over and over. I'm like, it started to almost feel like adult babysitting with workouts. And I was like, this has got to pivot. This has got to shift into something bigger. This has got to shift into something that's going to take care of me and the lifestyle I want. So when the pandemic happened in 2020, I was like, this is my moment. And I brought my fitness business online and it very quickly turned into a six-figure online fitness business through scalable offers, right? I wasn't doing one-to-one. I had a membership where I was teaching women kettlebells and I had um, a signature group program to help women lose weight and get strong. And I was doing that and it was so fun. But then what started to happen too, and this is, this is normal evolution, is I started to feel like, oof, I don't need to be in fitness anymore. I don't need to be in wellness. My calling is something different. And so I started to teach other health and fitness instructors how to bring their businesses online. And I began the business coaching realm in 2022. And then in 2020, in 2023, I went all in on business coaching and I dropped um, the fitness business completely at the end of 2022, which was scary because I was literally taking something that worked and was, you know, I had built and put a lot of effort into shut it down so I could go all in on business coaching. And now I have a multi six figure business coaching business, helping coaches all across the globe, build their movements. And it's amazing. Oh my gosh. We have so many similarities because in 2016, I became a personal trainer. I have a teaching background before that. And I was personal training downtown Toronto. And I, it was the same thing, like what you were just saying, like the adult babysitting or just feeling like I was repeating myself. And I was like, I don't want to do this. And then it started to stop being about the workouts. Cause I thought, well, it doesn't matter how fucking perfect the program is. If you don't have the mindset to actually mm-hmm. execute what it is that you need to do, it's not going to work. And then I, that's how I shifted into mindset coaching mm-hmm. and then I evolved through finding human design gene keys over the years. And then I've just been so passionate about entrepreneurship. It's been like eight years now. And then obviously now I bring this to business, right? So it's just, it's so funny. I love hearing people's stories and just seeing the natural progression, but it's always hindsight 22, right? Like, of course you didn't think, you know, four or five years ago, like, oh, I'm going to do this in 2024. It's like, oh, JK, you all of a sudden you're in 2024 and you look back and it's like, wow, how that just- Oh yeah. And isn't that the best feeling like looking back and being like the universe had my back the whole time? Because I remember when I started in fitness, I I remember even while I was doing it in the back of my mind, I would ask myself, where is this going? Right? Like I knew I wasn't going to be a personal trainer for in in my thirties and forties, like, where's this going? But I just trusted. And, and like, yeah, you look back and you're like, oh yeah, that was why. Cool. Yeah. Okay. I want to ask something because I feel like this is something that people are really going to relate to as they're progressing through just through their entrepreneurial journey. And it's, it's trusting the universe, but it's not always easy. And so I'm curious Mm -hmm. the times where let's say you really started hitting that edge of like, I really don't want to do this anymore, but you kept moving forward. Like what kept you going in those moments where it was like, this isn't making sense. Like, I know this isn't where I want to be, but then, because obviously we're sharing the long story short and it's in hindsight 22, like I said, but it's like, when you're in it, what kept you going to get you to where you are now? For me, it's always just allowing myself to lean into that alignment piece of what is feeling good. And when there is something that is feeling like this isn't where I know I'm going to be going long-term, I just start making moves and taking my action in the direction of 
where I know I'm being guided, right? So it's it doesn't happen all at once. But like, for example, when I pivoted from fitness to business, it was like I started off taking a couple one-on-one business coaching clients and I realized like, oh my God, I'm lit up by these calls. I feel so different on these calls. And that turned into, well, let me turn this into a signature group program. And then I realized like, whoa, I'm really good at this. And it was allowing myself to lean into what was lighting me up and still having, you know, the safety and security of like, well, this is working. I'm not going to chop it all off in a day. I'm going to let myself move in the direction I need to move. Um, and then when I felt that it's like, you just know, right? Like we all get to that point where it's like, okay, like cut, cut the ties, like let the boats go free. Let's, let's chop it off and, and go all in. And I know for me, it's like, you know, when that is for you, like, even if it's scary, you, you know, when that is, and you, when you really tune into your own personal power, it's like, I know that I need the energy to go all in on the thing that I can feel I'm supposed to be doing. And if there is something in your life that is working, but you can feel that it's holding you back from the thing that you're supposed to go all in on to me, that is when it's like, okay, time, time, it's time. Cause I know at a certain point, all I had left running was my online fitness membership, which didn't take a lot of my capacity. I mean, it, it really wasn't that time intensive, but just by having like a leg in that like old identity version of myself, that like fitness girl and dedicating just energy to the humans inside that membership. And even if it wasn't that time intensive on my calendar, I thought this is pulling me back from where I know is next for me. And so when I can have the bravery to cut what's working and let myself go where I know I'm meant to go, it's like, you can't fail. And I think that's a lesson I've learned when, when you really go all in, I really believe this, you, you really can't fail. So that's comforting. I love this. And really what I'm hearing, the themes underneath what you just shared is just having this very graceful patience. Like I, I was really hearing like, okay, like you created a transition, right? And yeah. then even just the self-trust, like the radical self-trust that you had and just, yeah, that, that patience, you know, cause it could have been like, you know, I feel like some people, at least let's say I started my business in 2019 and mm -hmm. coming in at the, in that era and then moving into the pandemic, it was just, there was a lot of shiny object syndrome of like go full time as soon as possible, like 10 figure months, six figure months. Like it just, it was just like flashing lights, like strobe lights all the time. And it, it takes so much focus to, to stay in your own lane. And I'm curious, like, what was that like for you? Because it really, you really did, you, you did it so gracefully in that transition, but what were some of the distractions that came up for you that you were like, this is not, this is not for me. Like I'm going over here. I think I'm very aware that the process is all you ever get, right? The process is all you ever get. So when it comes to patience, it's not like I'm taking a back seat, right? Like by any means, it's not, well, the universe has my back. So if it's meant to be, it's meant to be, and I'm going to go do nothing about it. But it is that I'm taking the actions that I can take in the direction that I want to go. And I'm allowing myself to feel as incredible as I can in the process. And I know that if I keep putting one foot in front of the other, and I'm committed to the process, it's going to happen in the timeline that it's meant to happen. But where I see entrepreneurs, and to your point, get stuck and burnt out 
to me, burnout isn't actually working too hard. To me, burnout comes from hating the feeling that you have in the process of the work, right? So if you're feeling like overwhelmed and doubtful and nervous and anxious in the day-to-day, whether you're working four hours a day or 12 hours a day, that is a recipe for burnout. And I find that that comes for people when they get so attached to this has to happen right here, right now to the end result. And it's like that result is absolutely coming when you have joy and commitment to the process, right? So what I always tell my clients is like, know what you're building and then look at, okay, what are the actions that I can take to go and make that happen, right? And it's posting the content and it's doing the lives and it's doing the podcast episodes and it's selling your offers. And it's like, can we have as much presence and joy in that work itself? Like we're creating, right? You and I are having this incredible conversation. This is work, but like, this is fun. I'm not sitting here going, ooh, like I wonder what sales this is going to lead to, or that would change my entire experience, right? It's like, we're having a conversation and I'm doing the do. And, and I know that it's going to take me where it's, where it's going to go. So I think that's how I've been able to do it, to use your words gracefully. But the irony is that actually speeds up the process, right? Yes. It's, there's a really good quote. I might butcher it. I think it's, what is it? Slow is fast and fast is steady or something like that. I can't remember exactly what it is, but it's just, it's the, the point is it's having intentionality in what it is that you're doing, whenever it is that you're doing it. And I also hear this real energy of presence in how you show up. Right. And one of the things that I really love about the work that you do is how much you, you know, you're not scared to work hard. Like the way that you, the way that I've heard you share in your stories and in your content and the things that I've invested in so far, it's like, you're not here for anyone to be half-assed. It's like, this is what you need to do. You're going to fucking do it. And you're going to find joy in the process. Like, it's just very simple. And I love how blunt you are with that. I'm like, oh, yes. I think that that's why I was so drawn to like what you share, you know? I mean, to your point, it's that duality piece of like, yes, enjoy the process, be present, take care of yourself, all of the things. And I am so vocal. Like, it, this is not a, a get-rich-quick make a couple Instagram posts when you feel like it and be a millionaire. And I'm very vocal about that because I think back when I first started business coaching, I sort of came up in the like, take this 12 week program and you're going to be set for life to become a millionaire. And it just hurt so many online coaches because the mindset wasn't right. The mindset was like, oh, I'm going to take a 12 week group coaching program. I'm going to know everything I ever need to know about running an online business. And then I'm done forever. And I'm like, no, that's a beautiful start. And it's going to get you incredible tools and it's going to be an amazing win. But let's be honest, you're going to keep investing in yourself. You're going to keep growing. You're going to keep learning. You're going to deepen the work. You're going to refine it a hundred times over all of the basics. And you're going to show up and do the basics for the rest of your career, right? Like it doesn't end, you know, and when we're all millionaires and multimillionaires, we're still going to be posting the content and recording the podcast episodes and selling our offers. Like, and I don't mean that in a negative way, like, oh, there's no end in sight. It's like, no, that's, that's it. That's the work. So love it, commit to it, be, be about it. And yeah. And then the results keep coming. But if, if you're not going to be willing to play that game and if you don't have love for that game, like I, I say too, like, if you don't have love for the game of being an entrepreneur, right? Like if you just want to be a coach, it's like, go be a coach for an employee and that's perfect. But yeah, if you want to be an entrepreneur, you have to love the game of like 
you are creating a, a movement that no one has seen before, impact that no one has built before, a community that is completely yours with its own, you know, aspirational identities of what you really stand for, for your community. And you have to love that work of, of building that from the ground up. That has to be exciting, I think, for people to stay in this for the long game. Totally. And I, I love how much passion you bring into this. And even recently, I was reading a couple of your posts and there was something, I can't remember exactly what it was, but you'll you'll know what I'm talking about when I say it. You were sharing about how you had recently invested in a messaging program. And it was like, somebody said to you, well, why would you do that? And you're like, I'm a forever learner, like not calling yourself an expert. And I love how humble and honest you are in terms of yes like you literally just said this is the long game like there's no there is no end destination and I think unfortunately those were some major marketing tactics you know a couple of years ago where it was like this is the end all be all and then people invest and then they get burned and they're disappointed because their mindset wasn't right and so on but the thing is like there's no I believe personally there's no such thing as bad investments there's just expensive lessons but then the lesson <laughs> They, be they become part of like everything anyway. So you're not actually losing. Like, it's just so no. funny. It's all mindset in that perspective. You're so right. And man, I'm sure we've every, I feel like everyone has had a couple of expensive lessons, but I love that way of calling it because that's what it is. And truthfully, you're so right. Like looking back, I'm like, Ooh, that was an expensive lesson, but it's helped me be the coach and business owner that then I want to be for, for my clients. So it's like, oh, I'm really glad I learned that through the client experience myself. Totally. I would love if you can speak more. This is something that I really admire about the work that you do is just how great you are at bringing in the energetics mindset and strategy, because what I see in the industry is so much like people are so stuck in the energetics. You're like, I'm going to manifest this business. I'm going to like sit here in a journal and EFT tap my way to like 10 figure months, you know, 10 figure days, whatever. And it's just, it's just so much energetic work. And it's like, if they don't feel good, then they won't take the action. And it's, it's ironically, sabotaging so many people and I speak to this because I fucking did that for way too long and now I'm so blunt and I'm so committed to like human design gene keys and strategy and so yes. I know that those parts are both important but I want to hear your take on that because I think you bring both of that in so like easily there's no bro marketing weird bullshit you know what I mean yeah I mean I get down with the strategy like I get down with it because I think it's incredible. Like I, one of my favorite things is messaging and content and the copy that goes into all of that. And it's incredible when I can work with my clients and we're shifting the structure of their hook and the structure of their copy. And it goes truly, I mean, people will come to me being like, I haven't made a sale in months and we'll, we'll tweet copy and messaging and they'll sign on high ticket clients right away. And I'm like, this was not a huge energy shift, right? Like we literally shifted the way that you were structuring a post on Instagram. And I have to give that strategy credit where credit's due, right? Because that matters and it, and it can get refined and deepened and same with the launch strategies and same with, you know, the way we're structuring offers to hold capacity and scale. Like all of these different pieces are really important. And I have also seen and a hundred percent believe that the strategy cannot go anywhere. It can't without the self-belief of the coach and the entrepreneur behind it. Because at its core, people feel you even more than they are reading what you're saying, right? And the words or exactly what whatever is coming through this podcast right now in my words, people are feeling my energy even more than the words that I'm saying. And so it's so important to do 
the work behind the scenes when the cameras are off. And to me, this is the energetics and the being piece. And I think people have gotten so confused that they think that being means not doing, right? That being means not taking action. That being somehow means like taking a bath and getting your nails done. And to me, that's not what being is at all. To me, being is you know, what are the thoughts that are going through your head day to day and flagging that? Because if you're, if the thoughts going through your head are, this launch isn't going to work. What if this doesn't happen for me? Oh my God, she's so much prettier than me. Why would someone hire me over her? Well, let me go look at her content to give me ideas of what I should say. That is a low frequency of being, right? That's low frequency of being. And the work is part of the work of the energetics piece is like flagging your thoughts, right? Flagging your mindset and noticing when you're having those thoughts and then going, wait, no, 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 that's baby coach energy, right? I'm not available to operate that way. I, I trust who I am. I trust what I have to say. I know what I want to say to serve my community. Of course, this is going to work out for me. This launch is going to be so successful. Like everything I have is already here and everything I'm going to do more of is happening in overflow. When you're operating that way in your mind, that's a different way of being, right? That this is how you're thinking when the cameras are off. And it's the stuff that people can't see, right? It's not like people can see your thoughts behind the scenes, but it's felt. It can't be faked or... I, I tell my clients like opera, like audit how you're existing when the cameras are off and ask yourself, am I proud of how I'm leading myself when my clients aren't watching? Right. And that can be how you are in your relationships with your partner and your relationships with your kids and how you're taking care of your body. Are you actually embodied in the work that you're teaching? Let's say that you're a health coach. Like, are you really taking care of your health behind the scenes and rising that standard for yourself when no one's watching, because then when you go and that standard is there behind the scenes, that's felt in the do, right? In what you're, in what comes out in the podcast episode, in what comes out in the copy and the content, in what you say when you're launching your offer. And to me, that's the energetics piece. And when people like, again, I've seen it with my own mastermind clients too, because we work on this a lot. When when they get in their own lane and their blinders are on and they're like, like, it's like this, like, I'm the shit. Like, let's just go there. Right. It's like, I don't know if I can person your podcast. Sorry. But just like, it's like, I'm the shit. I've got the sauce. Like come with me or don't, but like, I'm going to move. Like I'm, I'm going, I'm trailblazing for me. And when you have that energy, oh, then all of a sudden people are buying and it's, and it's both right. But you can just have the sauce and know you're the shit. But if you're not, tweaking the copy and tweaking the launch strategy and, and all of that stuff, you can love who you are, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to grow a successful business. So that's the the strategy with the energetics to me. And it's like, I don't even, I don't even entertain really the conversation about like feminine and masculine, because I'm just like, I, I almost think it's like a little bit of a silly conversation. I'm like, it's both. We're going like, let's come on, everybody. Let's let's do both. Let's get on the board. Let's move. Why are we even talking about this? You know what I mean? Yes. I really hear just how much you value like radical responsibility, ownership, and just being unapologetically self-expressed, you know, and just, and leading oneself. And actually it's funny. So I had mentioned at the beginning of this episode, how my first, sort of interaction with your content and consuming like long form was joining the it factor challenge 
And I was watching through the videos. And then that's when I decided at the end, I was like, this was fucking awesome. And I binged it in like a day. There's probably like over three hours worth of content. And I slid into Alex's DMs. I was like, so I watched It Factor and it was so good. And the irony, the irony was that I had been in the background, like trying to figure out like, why, why do I resonate so much with her content? Like, what, like, what is it? And the irony is that it's your it factor. It's the, it's the ownership of who you are as a person. And I know that right now, this is something that you're really passionate about. You're like very vocal about online in terms of like being able to scale to like 50k months and beyond. And so I'm really curious to hear, I think you were in what I noticed the energetic shift personally was like you, I think you were at a retreat in Costa Rica and then it's like, you came back and it was just like, boom, like it's just things just popped off. I'm like, Oh, what the fuck happened in Costa Rica? And then you, <laughs> you were like sharing about it factor. And I was like, Holy shit. And so that was a shift. And then you really like had your, some of your biggest months. And so I, I want to hear you talk about that because that's like, that's really special. I know that's something you're amplifying right now. Yeah. Okay. So to me, it factor is turning up the dial on you, right? It's you amplified. It's not trying to be like anybody else's it factor, right? And I see this a lot where people are like, oh, okay, what's working for her? She has luxury branding or she's using this font or, oh, she has the color pink or she says it like this or her offers are like that and she markets it like this and people try to copy paste and then it doesn't land for them. And it's the harder work to be like, no, who am I, right? Who am I? What makes me me? What are the qualities that make me the most me? And then can I go express that all over the freaking internet? And when you do, it's like, that's the, you know, magnetic piece um, that really gives fuel to the fire of all of the strategy of like, what am I saying to make people buy? Right. But like, no, this is you and your purpose amplified. And that's, that like really draws people in. So that was it factor and is it factor. And in my own experience from going from six figures to multi six figures, like that has been the work from going to 10 K months to 30 to 50 K months. It's not that the do really changes. Right. And I see this a lot with people too. It's like, okay, I've gotten the six figure business now in order to scale, I need to go make this really complicated. Right. And I've fallen into that trap in the past where it's like, now I need to go make this really complicated and add way more bells and whistles. I need to get on another platform. I need to add ads. My launch strategy now needs to turn into a 17 step launch strategy with a wait list to a thing and an opt-in and an upsell and a da 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 da. And I'm like, listen, no, you can get to 50K months with, if you want to, content offers sales, right? Like content, selling the DMs offers sales. It's fine. Selling your Instagram stories. Take that action that got you to six figures, but deepen it. Deepen who you are. Get louder in your voice. Like, what do you really stand for in the work that you do? What do you not stand for? Ooh, get loud about that. Who are you really here for? Who are you not here for? Like you talked about how I'm very vocal about, I only want to work with people who are here to take action. And it's like, I, I'm vocal about that because I don't want to use my energy on someone that's hiring me for a quick fix or someone that like thinks I'm going to hand them some rubric and they're not going to put in the work and make it happen. So I'm vocal about that. And then, you know, in terms of like, ah, like, what makes me me it's being like me and alex nigerian in my body in my branding in my words in what i stand for and that comes to the copy that comes to the offers right like to your point it factor is not something you see as a 
offer every day from business coaches. That's that's an Alex Nigerian thing, right? So I look, I tell my clients, start to look at when you're scaling, like what makes you different? What's something that people reflect back to you a lot that you have as a zone of genius that you might not even be using because you think that you have to only teach what every other coach in your niche is teaching because you see it work. But I find that if you lean into what makes you different, what makes you you in your offers, in what you stand for in your community, and then you bring that to the branding, to the copy, to the to the things that you're selling, to the words that you're giving your community, like that is what scales it. And it feels really good, right? Because you're not stuffing yourself into a box of, well, I have to get the ads right now for what works. And now I have to get the 17 step launch process right for what works. It's just, man, you're creating things. You're creating your offers. You're creating your podcast episodes. You're creating what you're saying on your lives. You're creating what you're saying on your Instagram stories. And it's you. And that all of a sudden doubles monthly revenue. And I get so amped up about this because that's, that's, I think, I think that's why we're really here, right? It's like, we don't just want to make a lot of money and have white space on our calendar. I actually think that's something that's been sold to us. Oh, you just want to make a shit ton of money and be on the beach drinking cocktails. And when I really sit with myself, so I know other people must feel this way. I'm like, I don't want to be on the beach for two hours a day, sipping cocktails and do no work and have millions roll in. I want to be really passionate about my work. I want, I want the work itself to light me up. I want to love my clients. I want to feel like I'm building something that matters. So when the approach in which you're using to grow the business is turning up the dial on you, the money comes in and you feel happy and fulfilled in the process. And to bring it back to the beginning of our conversation, isn't that all we ever get? That's the whole point. I don't care if you're making a dollar. I don't care if you're making a hundred thousand dollars a month or anything beyond that. It's like, you got to love it. So that's, that's what I'm so amped about. There's so many important things that you shared in that. And I'm going to like capitalize on a few of them. And I think for me, when I was really learning about strategy with content and just, you know, the basic shit, the foundational things you need to have that you can, you know, tweak to your niche and ideal client. What I really noticed is like, I could go to somebody's Instagram, for example, and I could see, oh, you really know your shit. But then I would scroll and scroll and I'd be like, there's literally nothing about who you are as a person, what you stand for, what you believe in, what you don't like, the kind of people that you want to work with. It's literally just like, here's everything that I know. And I know exactly how I need to say it to like get clients to work with me, but there's, there's no personality. And the irony is like, that is literally what has people stand out. There's a ton of other human design and gene keys coaches. But I, the other day, literally made a post about why I'm not here to regurgitate traditional human design the way that it was. And I'm here to say it differently. Like I was like, I'm going to say that. And it's funny because I literally got feedback. Here's the other thing though, too, is that I got feedback from Mm -hmm. someone that I'm working with, like, Kayla, you're talking too much about yourself. Like that has nothing to do with your ideal client. I'm like, yeah, but I disagree with you because I'm saying who the fuck I am. And ironically, there was actually quite a bit of engagement on that post. And it's because I shared my views and opinions. And so that takes guts because a lot of people don't do that. They're like actually terrified to get canceled. I mean, sharing more of what you stand for and your story and like just claiming how genius you are and what you're about, that is like the only way to stand out online these days. And and the only way to attract who you really want to work with too, right? I think that's something that comes up um, with people who are really scaling is like people start to get a really good idea of 
who they're really meant for. Like we all have the, that client that comes in at the perfect time and it's like, it just feels like butter. Like when you're working with them, it's like it clicks, they get incredible results. And so something I tell my clients is when you go make content, you speak only to that person, right? Only because they're, because she is around a hundred more times over and you have to trust that. And I think this also happens is people don't even realize they think they're being specific, but they're actually really speaking to anyone that their work could help, right? Anyone that their work could help. And it's like, no, as you're scaling, get even more narrow into what you're about, who you're for, and only speak to that human. And that is what makes you stand out. And then all of a sudden, too, you are working with those true dream humans, right? Like those people that it's like, ooh, yeah, we could go get a cocktail after this. Like <laughs> We could write each other's hair all night. Like, yes. And they're getting the incredible results, which is exactly who we're supposed to be serving, in my opinion. Like that that's who, that's who you're meant for. And the more we can be brave about that, the more we're actually going to attract the people we're meant to serve. And the people we're not meant to serve are going to go find the people who are for them, which is like, if we can all be more in our voices, it's just a win-win for everybody. One of the biggest things that I'm really hearing underneath what you're sharing is the courage that it takes to release the fear of rejection. Because I know that when it comes to like niching or getting clear on your ideal client, a lot of people are terrified to be rejected. So they want to talk to everyone, right? So it's like, they can be liked by everyone. But it's like, yeah. I just love how you shifted this into speak specifically to your ideal client, but then people think, oh, but there's only, there's not going to be that many available, right? So mm -hmm. I know that those are the beliefs that come up for people. And I'm curious what you have to say about it. Cause that I know is definitely in the way of people, not just like turning up themselves on the internet and being unapologetic about their opinions and leadership and everything. Well, I think number one in terms of, oh, the scarcity of like, but are there enough of that specific person? Like, first of all, your true, truest dream human is out there a thousand times over. So yes, <laughs> like speak directly to her and it's the more specific you can be, the, the better. And if people think they're being specific. And then when I get on the calls with my clients, it's like, no, no, no. Like we can dial this in even more. Um, so yeah, just get that fear or whatever doubt out of the way because there's just, she's out there a thousand times over. But I think also in terms of the like fear of getting canceled or not being liked, like entrepreneurship is a self-love game. And I think that's what I love about it is like, there are going to be people that aren't picking up what you're putting down, right? And like, they they won't get it. And who knows what they're thinking, right? It's none of our business and what people think about us. And maybe they do want to choose to get vocal about it and put a hate comment out there. But it's like this beautiful test. Like I've, I've gone viral and, you know, had a video go viral and get hundreds of hate comments. And it was this beautiful test of it, like knocking me out for, you know, a day, but then realizing like, ooh, this is strengthening me. This is strengthening my self-love muscle. Like they don't know me and I know me and I've got my back and I believe in me. And so if I can get really convicted in that, these people's opinions can't knock me down, knock me out, quiet my voice. And that's also the journey that I, I think makes this work something that we love is like, 
this journey is seeing who you get to become along the way, right? Like I said earlier, it's not just about dollars in a Stripe account with white space on your calendar. I, I believe that we're in this, yes, to make an impact, but I know like selfishly, I want to see who I get to become and how much I get to love myself and like how strong I get to be and, and how much of a leader I get to become to build what is required to build something extraordinary. And so when you do get faced with that or any challenge in your business, can you look at it from the perspective of like, yes, this is like, yes, this is happening for me, right? Like I'm getting stronger from this. And I, I do tell my clients this all the time. When challenges inevitably come up, whether that's a hate comment, whether that's like a client defaulting on payments, whether that's like an odd relationship with a client as you're evolving or however that goes down, every time I'm like, yay, this is happening for you, right? Like, yay, you get to see how to navigate this. Or if it's a personal life thing, like navigating business while this is happening in the personal life, it's like, okay, who do you get to become as a business owner while you're navigating this and also growing the business? And that makes you stronger and it it forces you to be the leader that you get to become to hold all of that. And I think that's the greatest journey ever. So it's like, embrace it. Don't Don't run away from it. That's the game. Yes. I love this. How you, even you call it a game because it is, it's no, it's, it's just, we come into entrepreneurship. And I, when I look back to myself five years ago, and I think the, the, the amount of layers of the onion that have been peeled back on Kayla. And I look back to myself five years ago and I'm like, Oh my God, like I didn't even know that I could hold on to something this long or create something from nothing. And it's just, you're right. The person that we become. And I really love the positive spin and the resilience perspective that you have in terms of like, the hate comments and the cancel culture that comes up because you're right. Somebody goes viral. That person sees that post for eight seconds because it's a fucking reel and they're going to have an opinion about you. And then you're going to let yourself get knocked on your ass for the rest of your career. Like that makes absolutely no sense. And I just, I love that you said that because we do really get in our heads because we put so much out there. We put so much energy. We're so vulnerable. We, we give so much value. And then somebody has the audacity to throw a dagger, right? Yeah. Yeah. But you just get to rise from it and love yourself even more on the other side. So go, go get your first hate comment. If you haven't already <laughs> make that a goal, that's your next goal for the month. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so good. So I would love if you could share a bit more about you know, your Amplify Mastermind that you have going on right now, and it really is about like amplifying your it factor, right? And taking things to the next level. What are some of the things that you're working on in there with your clients that are really lighting you up that you just want to share with the world right now? Yeah, I'm so glad you asked. So like, I, I love this space. It's actually enrolling right now. So thank you for that. And it's for people that have probably hit around, you know, the six figure mark in their business. They're action takers. They're making money. There's a lot working, right? They're, they're posting the content. They have communities. People are buying. They're great at what they do. And it's like, okay, well now what, like, how do I double this? And to me in the work that we're doing in Amplify, it's just taking the basics that you already have and deepening it. It's taking the content, the offers, the sales process, and who you are being and deepening it. And that's that's it. It really is it. So with the content and messaging, something that I find comes up a lot is people's content is really good. Like it's really good, but I know that content can be refined I mean, it's freaking mind-blowing, right? Content with a small audience can be refined from freaking Canva graphics to bring in $50,000 months. Like, 
take that in. <laughs> like what? So what world are we living in? So, so we work on getting even more specific strategically in the content to convert. And that goes from like sharpening hooks and even making like the captions really converting captions. So it's beyond just like giving value, but it's like people, the true ideal client reads the post, sees where their gap is, sees you as the solution, and they're already activated to move, right? And that's how people start to A, buy high ticket, but buy high ticket quickly, right? It's like, it's like even how you said like, you you binge my content and it's like before we started recording you're like I feel like I already know you and I know your work and I, I all of those pieces it's like yeah we we get to really make your platform to this just magazine that someone can binge and then hire you very quickly right it doesn't it doesn't take a long time to convert people some people you need to nurture community and it takes time but some people can convert very quickly so we do that in the content piece um, and then I'm like, should I stop? I can really go. I can start talking about product suite. I can start oh, no, talking. Keep, keep talking. These are <laughs> things like these are things that people need to know. Like I can't tell you. I mean, obviously, I, I already told you before, like the clientele that I'm working with are not. I mean, you're you're working with people who are more scaled in their business, and I'm yeah. more working with newer entrepreneurs, which is fine. But it's like these are the things that people need to hear like product suite yeah. content, like these things matter. And just because oh, you're consistently, so just because you're consistently showing up online, doesn't mean that you're going to make sales. Like just because you share in your stories that you had a latte, if it's not relevant to what you're doing in your business. And you <laughs> fucking said that I quoting you because you said that in one of your videos I was like, this is so true. And now I'm like, Oh, I'm having a latte, but this is what I'm working on. Here's the behind the scenes of my program. Like totally. little Things like this that people need to know that can, that will compound and make the difference, right? So yes, you can most definitely keep going on. And I'm so glad like, and if, you know, you're listening to this, something that I find to be really empowering, right? I find this to be really empowering is to point the finger back at myself and go, my business results are a direct reflection of me and how good I am executing the strategy and my energetics. That's it. Right. And so I know that if I'm not at the results that I want to be yet, which is fine because we're always growing. Like, are we ever really at the end game results? No, of course not. To me, it's like, you can always be deepening this work. And I want people to really get that because something that I see, especially with, with more beginners, but honestly, intermediate people too, we start to think, oh, I already know this. I already know this. I already learned this. Like we took one content course and we're posting, oh, I just need to be consistent. And actually I really don't like the feedback of, oh, just keep going, just keep getting consistent because it's, it's not that, oh, you post five days a week that automatically means you're going to have uh, whatever X result in your business, there's nuance to this, right? There's nuance to what makes a converting post versus a post that's just sitting there and not really resonating, not really getting someone to feel activated. And so it's like, for the people watching, stay in your power, stay in your voice. I always like to say, you're certain, but remain humble. Like you're certain in who you are, but remain humble to have the mindset that is like, I am, I don't already know this. There's, there's so much for me to keep refining. And I think that's very true because again, if there weren't more to learn, you would have the results that you aspire to. So if you don't yet, and you're on your way to that, it's like, keep, keep tweaking. And, and I, I am, I uh, embody that for myself, right? Like, this is so true for me. This is so true for my clients. It's so true for everyone, but it's so important to your point, because I'm like, it makes me sad that people are like, well, I'm posting and it's not working. And I'm like, I 
like something that helped me go from six figure to to multi six figures was I got really like I studied, I studied that app. I studied Instagram. I studied what made a good hook. I studied what made a, a converting caption. And I, I wouldn't just get a post up to get a post up. I would, I would connect back. Is this truly speaking to my true, true ideal client? Am I truly meeting her where she's at in her problems? Am I really showing her I'm the solution? Is the hook going to stop her scroll based off of what her current problems are in her language or where she wants to go in her language? Am I positioning myself as the expert by sharing my stories, my results, my client results? Am I drawing a line in the sand with my by sharing my opinions? Am I shining a light on her problems? So all of this is going into, into the content piece. And I get amped up, like, this is the strategy, right? And I like, this is just as exciting as the energetics piece to me. So it's like, yeah, we nail, we nail this and amplify. And then with the product suite, something that I find comes up a lot, product suite doesn't need to be complicated, but I do find that a really common pattern is A, people stay in one-on-one -on -one coaching maybe a little bit too long because the cash injections feel really good. So it's easy if someone wants one-on-one -on -one coaching to just go like, yeah, sure. And all of a sudden people have like 10, 15 one-on-one -on -one clients and then they can't scale. But B, something I find that comes up a lot is people build group programs that then are are structured to get capped. So they they feel like, uh, oh, this, this signature group program already feels like a lot to hold with 10 people on it. So really workshopping, like how can we make a signature program truly scalable? Like how can we make it so you can hold 50, 100 people? What does that look like so you can increase your capacity with less offers? And then also just having um, touch point offers, more, more of those. I find people... If they're only selling high ticket, which I encourage people to start at is amazing. But I, a, a huge thing that helps me and my clients grow is we do a lot of these free and low ticket touch point offers. Like I know you were talking about my $27 biz bootcamp. I mean, that was a three-day content bootcamp. And I, like that has so many people have come into my world by buying that first because they just want to try me on and then upselling into the next thing. So I also encourage people to do more of those low ticket touch point offers in the product suite. I really love, I more or less learned that from you, like having those really low ticket offers, like $27, $50, like that, having that accessible bit, but then having that monetary exchange and not just giving it away for free, because then, you know, people who pay, pay attention. Right. And I think that I love that, you know, let people try on, what it yeah. is that you do, because I think a lot of people, and I used to be like this too, but it's shifting, it's shifted now, but it's like, well, I have like a thousand posts on Instagram and I have a podcast channel and the YouTube channel. Like if they want to work with me, they can pay to work with me, but that's not really, it's not equitable and it's not fully accessible either. You know, like when I'm watching those replays, like, I feel like I'm in the conversation. You're like, put in the chat box. I'm like, it's a replay. Kayla, you're not <laughs> typing. <laughs> So it's just like, I love that. <laughs> so many times you're like, so amped. I'm like going to type. I'm like, no, you're not. This isn't live. Like, it's not live. No, but it's so just. you're immersed it's, in it. It's, yes, it's exactly. It's different. People feel like they're being coached by you. Like it really feels like a, a representative sample of what your higher ticket program would, would be like. And I tell my clients to make your touch point offers intentional to whatever the upsell offer is so that the experience that you're selling mirrors the high ticket signature offer. So like 
you really get that sense of what it's like to be coached in that way by that person. And then, and then it's a no brainer. So yeah, if you're listening to this, add that to your, your game plan this year. Yeah. Cause it makes a difference in my business and for my clients as well. Totally. But I think what you just said specifically, it's not just a random fucking masterclass or whatever. It's like specifically mirroring what it is that you're leading people into right? Because I think people think, oh, I'm just going to generate leads and they do some random thing on manifestation that's not actually relevant to like inner child work that they're doing later. And then they wonder why things don't connect. And it's like, well, it's actually not connected. So that I really wanted to capitalize on what you just said there, because that's super important. Super important. Yeah, massively. Yeah. So that's all the strategy stuff. And then the other stuff that we work on in Amplify, I mean, you know, like, launch vehicles like you're talking about with these touch point offers to convert into higher ticket programs, launch strategy, product suite, high recurring revenue um, with within the product suite so that you're not starting at zero every month if you're trying to scale to higher cash months. But then all of the juice that backs this up, which has been our whole conversation, is the being piece. So a lot of where I think the value comes in with long-term mentorship, it's not just getting the game plan because at the end of the day, like I give the strategy for free. I give the strategy for low ticket. Like I give my juice away and I'm sure every coach feels like they're giving their how to do X away. But what I find the conversations are and amplify is how you lead yourself in situations that are challenging to allow yourself to grow. So to your point, like when we were talking about letting go of what works before there's proof that the new thing is going to like, that's bravery. That's courage. That's who you're being. That's how you're leading yourself. So those conversations are ones that I find that we have a lot, right? Um, like it's not just as simple as, okay, go raise your prices, right? That can be a, okay, go do X, go raise your prices, but it's the energetic work that goes into raising your prices. It's not just about raising your prices. It's, well, now I'm calling in a higher level client. I'm believing in my work at this price point, And I'm holding the standard of the person who values my work at this price point. That's a different ideal client than I had been speaking to. I'm going to bring that to the content and the messaging. When people want to pay me and they're not that person that I want to work with in high proximity, I'm going to say no to that income to hold the standard of a yes before there's proof that it's there. All of that is scary, right? All of that is personal power. All of that is leadership. Those are the conversations that we're having because, and and that's why a long-term mentorship space is so valuable because you're in the room with other women and other business owners who are all navigating those, those pieces of business building. And that's really the hard part. Anyone could get, I could get on a VIP strategy session with someone and say, okay, here's your game plan for 50K months. Like it's not that deep, right? But it's like, who are you being to navigate all of that and turning up the dial on your voice and being brave in that and creating offers that are a little edgy. Like for me, it factor launching it factor. I get that it was like a free four day boot camp, but like that was a little edgy for me. I'm like, are people going to be into this? But it's like holding that and navigating that and, and paving your own lane and being a trailblazer in that way. That is the value of long-term mentorship to me. It, it, it goes beyond the how and it becomes, who am I going to be as I'm doing the how? Yeah. 
Oh, this is so good. And you know, it's funny. I remember when I was listening to It Factor and I think you'd mentioned it was like you had a couple of family members you'd shared with them this idea of It Factor. And they were like, well, how are you going to teach that? And you shared that. You were so vulnerable. And I was like, but I I was watching it and I'm like, but it makes so much sense. Like, look at your history and like acting and just theater and then like who you're already being. I'm like, this makes so much sense. Like I couldn't, I couldn't unsee it, you know? But it comes back to what we talked about earlier. You have this radical self-trust in yourself and you just like, you just felt the pull and you went through the process and you kept moving forward, right? And so it's just funny when you share that, I was like, holy shit, but I love that you were vulnerable in that moment. And you're like, I don't even know if this is gonna fucking work. And now it's it's like, it's, it's like a thing. It's gonna be a lead gen for your business now. We've been talking about it for half an hour and it's in the show notes just so that everybody knows. But anyways, I just, yeah, I love that. And you know what? One thing I really love about the work that you do is like, you really do give the how, like you give the strategy, you share all the things. I know that this is something that people are thinking and it's, it's, you know, how do I, you know, when I talk about, or when we talk about creating a a lead gen, that's a mirror of your bigger offer. And it's people think, well, I don't want to give everything away. Like if I just do something that's so fucking good, like, why would they pay me? I know that's a fear for people. And I really want to hear your insight on it because you don't hold back. Right. And that really gave me permission. I'm about to launch a three day masterclass series, literally on how to create your signature program with human design and gene keys. And that is my fucking signature offer. And people might be like, why are you doing this? But it's like, there's, there's more behind that. And I want to hear your thoughts. Well, I think one, give it all away because just like we've been having in this conversation, the how isn't even the hard part, right? Like it's 2024, (laughs) it's 2024 information is freaking where information is so accessible. So people aren't really, they're not just paying for the information anymore. Like they really aren't right. I mean, I get that we're putting it into a system and we're going deeper on it, but information is every freaking where. So give it all away. That's going to make people go, Oh my God, I've gotten so much value from her for free or low ticket. Imagine what it's going to be like when I'm in the weeds with her in higher proximity and the people that want higher proximity, want higher proximity. Like they just do because people want to be seen and in community and uh, going deeper and how they're applying the how to themselves in whatever the niche is, right? And whatever the transformation is. So it's like, man, giving it all away, giving your best sauce away and being in such abundance that you know you always have more to give because you're growing too, right? Like you're growing too, you always have more to give. Being in that abundant mindset people are going to rise with you in that. Whereas if you have the mindset of, oh, I don't want to give it all away. So I have something left to give. You're capping your own growth. You're capping your own depth of conversation with your clients. Whereas if you go, well, I'm going to keep evolving. This is never ending. I'm going to give everything I can give away right now because tomorrow I'm going to have even more to give from a new perspective. That also changes the depth of conversation that you're having with your clients, which I think is so much more fun for coaches because then they're not asking like, you know, how do I make a hook for my social media? Because it's like, we've been there, done that from the freebies and from the $27 thing that now even beginners in business, I find that the conversations get to go deeper because it's like, there is so much information there and like, people get to rise faster with that and they get to rise faster with you and you've got more to give. And yeah, that's the vibe overflow. (laughs) No, I absolutely love what you just said. And even I think more specifically, what really struck a chord with me was that 
when we are in the mentality of, oh, I can't give everything away because then I'll have nothing left to give. That is just pure scarcity. And you're right. That totally implies that you as a person are capped in your growth and never being able to learn anything or share anything new. And it's like, holy shit. So it's actually, you just continue to give it away. People are going to build trust with you. And then you're going to continue to do your own thing. You're going to go and you're going to learn. You're going to trial and error. You're going to do whatever. And you're going to have more to give. Like it's actually, that is so much better than fucking gatekeeping, which I know has been a massive issue that's come up in the last several years where people are like, well, I paid for this, but it was like, you know, they didn't really do anything different. Like it was just more of the same. And it's like, just be abundant and more abundance will come. Like, that's really what I'm hearing. And I wanted to capitalize that for the listeners, because I think that's an incredibly valuable piece of information. Yeah. I mean, so true. And I love what you said of like, you're going to go keep evolving. And I think that that is part of our, a huge part of our work as coaches, right? People want to be guided by leaders who are evolving. And so I think if you have the mindset of, oh, but then I'm not going to have more to give, that to me is an indicator that you're not out there leading yourself powerfully, which is like, I'm not pointing fingers, but like, okay, cool reflection moment and going, oh man, am I, am I going first? Am I moving for me first and leading for myself powerfully first? And that's when you're always going to feel like you have more to give. And to your point, at one point in this conversation, you said, oh, I feel like you went on a Costa Rica retreat and you came back and you were a different version of yourself. And I'm like, you know what? That month I remember was kind of buck wild for me because I signed up for a Tony Robbins in-person event that November. I signed up for a retreat in Costa Rica with my long-term mentor where I'm a client in her mastermind. And there was like something else I did too. I mean, I think I was, I was in like six different locations that month and I was stretching myself because like six locations in a month is a lot. And I'm like, a lot of people maybe would have been like, oh, this is going to be a low cash month. I'm going to pull, pull back. Like I'm traveling, I'm going all over the place. And I was like, no, this is when I'm going to rise. This is when I'm going to lean in. And it was the highest cash month I had had yet in my business. And I don't think that that was a coincidence at all. And it's not that, I necessarily like learned a whole bunch of new strategy at the Tony Robbins event or even at my Costa Rica retreat. It, it was more like I proved to myself, oh, this is how Alex Nigerian moves. Like, and people feel that, right? That's the energetic piece. It's like, I move for me first. I'm not waiting for my audience to buy before I go make moves. I'm not waiting for life to slow down before I go make moves. I'm like, I'm going to travel to six locations. I'm going to be at these retreats. It's going to be my highest cash month. And this is me leading myself and other people feel that. And then there is wisdom to be shared when you lead yourself powerfully first. But I think it's a great reflective moment to go, you know, if I want to attract high level clients and I want X results in my business, like, am I moving as that person or am I waiting for circumstances outside of me to, to, instruct how big I get to go. It's like, no, I move for me, come with me or don't. But when you're constantly evolving for yourself first, that's the being piece when the cameras are off, people feel that. And that's how you're constantly rising and people want to come with you on that journey. Yes. Oh, so good. Oh my goodness. Okay. Before I wrap things up today, I always ask my my guests this question that I would love to say, not to say that you haven't already given enough wisdom, but What is an intuitive wisdom, piece of wisdom that drops into you right now that you want to leave our listeners with today? Honestly, what just came up, so I'll say it, is like, stop consuming everybody else's stuff. You already know what you want to say. You already know what you want to do. Tune in. 
block out the noise, blinders on, anything that's stripping you of your power, flag what that is and delete it. And the things that make you feel in your power go all effing in, right? If you can sense that there's someone when you engage in their work, you feel lit up, go. If there's an offer that's on your heart that you're like, I don't know if people are going to buy this, but I know it is going to change people's lives, sell it. If it's like, this is what I want to say in my content, what I know my dream client needs to hear, post it. When you really tune in and you lean into that energy, you will be unstoppable. But what takes people out is when they get distracted by the things that strip their power away. What is she doing? What, like, I'm not good enough, the doubt, the fear, the comparison. So it's like, you have the tools, tune in, keep expanding, right? You're certain in yourself, stay humble, like keep, keep learning, keep investing, keep going. But, and you have what you need today and like really tune in and show up with that energy and there will be no stopping you. Yes. Oh, so good. Ruthless. That's what I'm, <laughs> that's the word that came up for me was just fucking ruthless. Like, go for it. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. Can you please tell our listeners where they can find you online, how to connect with you? I'll put all the links in the show notes. Amazing. Yeah. Well, I'm on the gram. I'm on Instagram every freaking day. So hang with me there, watch the content there. Um, And then in the show notes, I think we're going to give them it factor, right? So actually you'll have access to this four day course that I ran and eventually I am going to turn it into a paid offer. I just haven't done that. So get it while it's hot (laughs) and it's free right now. And it's, man, I've got to say, I've gotten really incredible feedback on that. And it's all about turning up your it factor, which is again, just turning up the dial on you. And I break it down to turning up the dial on you in your branding, in your impact, in even your movement, like how we're showing up online in our, in our physical bodies, which is interesting, but I think you're going to get a lot of out of that and just oozing that into everything that you're producing in your business so that that magnetic quality is there while you sprinkle the strategy all over it. And yeah, I hope you enjoy it. Yes. And just to amplify what you were sharing about that, I really loved watching that series because for me afterwards, I felt like I had more permission to be more bold online just so that people know that. And I'm a blunt person. Like I'm not somebody like, I don't give a fuck. Like I show up however I show up, but that definitely helped me dial it up, which I know was the intention of you know it factor right and I know the other thing too that we've been talking about but you forgot to mention that will probably be in the show notes it will be in the show notes is the amplify mastermind so this is still open right now yes it is oh my god and if if you are a person who you're like I know multi six figures is going to happen for me this year and like I know 30 to k to 50k months around the corner and you just want to be in a space with me. It's my highest proximity space. So I say, if you're in my mastermind, like we're in the weeds together, we are doing life and business together. I, I like to be really hands-on with my people in, in that space. So it's really a hybrid. It's one-on-one with me, but it's also a group of business owners who are working through these same big things as we're growing and we're having these big conversations. So you're going to feel really supported in the strategy, in the being work. And it's six months. And I love that because we really have time to to go deep and, you know, build out the product suite, refine the messaging, who you're being, so you can really grow into the leader that you're meant to be. And yeah, just DM me the word amplify. If you're like, oh, I'm feeling called to this space and, and apply. We've got a few spots left. We start next week and it's going to be extraordinary. So good. Oh, thank you so much for coming on and having this conversation with me. I really loved everything that we dove into. Kayla, thanks so much for having me. It was amazing. Yay.
So to the listeners, check the show notes. Please subscribe to the channel. If you can leave a, uh, a review or just literally swipe five stars on Spotify, it takes one second. I would love that so much. And of course, if you share this episode, be sure to tag Alex and I so that we can be excited with you. We would love to hear your biggest takeaways. So with that being said, I will chat with you in the next episode. 